Hello, and welcome to another episode of All of Them Witches. I'm your host, Marcus, here to chat about horror movies. So, it is another week, another horror movie. This time it is definitely a horror movie, not kind of a potentially just thriller or drama thing, and it is none other than Final Destination. So before I get into discussing Final Destination, um, I just want to quickly mention some of the other movies I have watched recently. So those movies are... Let's see here. United 93, Menace to Society, Cape Fear, Horror Noir, A History of Black Horror, Tootsie, All That Jazz, and The Boyfriend. So um, I watched Menace to Society because it's coming out as one of the first Criterion uh, 4K Blu-ray releases. Shockingly, they hadn't really done that prior to now, um, so that's like a big deal to a lot of people, um, so I wanted to check it out. Um, feelings, I think it was good. I don't know, I don't remember anymore. I'm sorry, I'm really bad at recalling movies once I've, you know, once it's been weeks since I've watched them. Cape Fear, I did not like one bit, um, and maybe it's just me and my modern eyes, but that movie seemed really kind of, uh, like all the things that you you know, read about about problematic storytelling. It's about a man who's kind of shitty to his wife, to his daughter, to everybody. You know, he's cheating on his wife. He's being mean. He like hits his daughter at some point because he's really freaking out if she had had if she's had sex with this man. Um, so he's not a good guy. And but of course, because of the danger of a, a man who's after them both, after everybody. He must save them, and he does save them. And therefore, what? He's absolved of his problems? He's absolved of his bad behavior? Um, he he realizes that his family is really actually important? Only after they were threatened with rape and murder? I don't know. I did not like it. Although it felt extremely 90s, which it is. Um, but that was just me and me looking at it today. You know, if I had watched it when it came out in, what, 1990 or something? I probably would have felt different because I haven't, you know, heard all those talking points before about media and, like, reading it. Um, yeah. Horror Noir is a good documentary from Shudder. Um, it reminded me that I think there's a sequel coming out because the book of research on which it is based is massive and they only covered, like, I don't know, like, five or six movies in that whole thing. It's, like, not nearly enough and everything is just barely touched upon it could have and should have been much longer. Like, um, what is, like, all those horror documentaries that came out, like Elm Street, Mem or Crystal Lake Memories, and the Elm Street one, I don't remember the name of, but they're so long. They're so long, and that's what these should have been like, I feel. Um, so hopefully maybe sometime they can kind of get to that level, because I would really love to see more, for sure. Tootsie is a movie I've seen before, and I decided to rewatch because I was like, I want to watch something funny. And sometimes I get scared about watching comedies because I really have specific taste in comedy, and I don't like a lot of it. So choosing something new is sometimes, you know, an exercise that doesn't go well. So I decided to just rewatch Tootsie because I know I like that already. So that was good time there. Um, and then I got in like a musical mood. So I watched All That Jazz and The Boyfriend. All That Jazz is very good. 
I I didn't really know what to expect, but I found it quite excellent actually, um, because it's kind of talking. It's a bit meta, where the story is about this man producing a musical, and he becomes very unwell, and so he starts to kind of with the real musical. He's starting to also have like daydreams. I don't know dreams in general, just kind of fantasies of musical numbers and I really like it I think it's a very cool concept so I'm surprised that doesn't get even more attention than it does even though I know it's very you know well known um I was gonna watch the music not the music man I was going to watch what is it my fair lady but it's like three hours long so I decided to put a hold on that um and then the boyfriend is another musical uh not nearly as good in my opinion I didn't really love it but it wasn't bad, you know, just the music didn't really stick with me for the most part, except for like one song, which I feel is kind of famous that I've heard before. Can't remember what it is off the top of my head, but yeah. So those were my watches. And then of course, uh, capped off with Final Destination from 2000. So let's play the trailer and then get into it. I got this feeling. It's a weird feeling. The cabin starts to shake, right? And, and the, the left side blows up, and then the whole plane just explodes. The plane's gonna explode! It's not a joke! It's not a joke! We get thrown off the plane, all because Brownie has a bad dream? I saw it. The plane! It's gonna blow up! It's gonna blow up! All 287 passengers are feared dead. Because of you, I'm still alive. In death, there are no accidents. No coincidences. And no escapes. Did it happen again? Did you see Todd die? What if it was our time? What if we were not meant to get on that plane? What if there is a design, then it's not finished? By walking off the plane, you're cheating death. You have to figure out when it's coming back at you. What are you, God, now? He knows which one of us is next. You have a responsibility to tell me. I knew I should have hit on Tammy in the pool that time. I can let it happen, okay? <gasps> Nobody has control over life and death. Unless they are taking lives and causing death. Now, can you promise me that no one else is going to die? Get All right, so it might seem strange, but I've never seen any of the Final Destination movies before. Um, that's because me, personally, I, for a long time, really had um, just a unreasonable dislike for, quote, modern horror movies. Um, so that means pretty much the majority of things that would have come out since I've been alive. 
um, and watching horror movies. Um, I've always been trying more recently to kind of get away from that problem that I have because it's, it's just kind of nonsensical. Why should I block myself off from potentially great movies just because they're recent? Um, 2000 is certainly not super recent now, um, but, you know, it, it was to me. Um, for my original bias, it'd probably be even anything from like the 90s through to the, you know, the current day would have been too modern for me. Obviously that's changed. I've watched a lot more 90s movies now as well as 2000s movies. Um, but, you know, it was just something I never watched. I thought it was silly. I didn't understand why it has a series, but I had never seen anything to know. So I decided to check it out. And um, the movie itself, the plot is extremely simple. Um, if you know nothing about it and you don't want to know, then I guess don't listen to this episode. But in the basic terms, base, um, the very, very simple plot from A to B is that our protagonist, Alex, at the beginning of the movie, has a premonition of the airplane he is supposed to be taking to go on a trip exploding, and everyone on it dies. He wakes up from this premonition, freaks out, gets off the plane, and what do you know? After he gets off the plane with some of the others, uh, the plane explodes for real. And so people are concerned, but kind of go on with their lives. Until the people who were um, who left the plane before it took off are ending up dying one by one, and um, this is presumed by Alex and others that the reason that they're dying off is because death had a plan, and they were supposed to die on the plane, but they didn't. So as a result, death is coming to kill them all one by one. But Alex theorizes that you can break that plan by tricking death, by, you know, saving someone or doing something that will change the course of their lives and allow them to live another day. So that's pretty much the movie in its shortest terms. And I think it's a fun concept that if you are meant to die in something that death will come and pursue you until you actually die. It reminded me actually a little bit of It Follows in, in that regard that something is lurking and coming for you, except in It Follows, there is like usually a tangible being that you, the target, can see versus in Final Destination, death is intangible. It is not visible, although these characters do seem to see like a shadow pass over them at least, but that's you know, very different than, you know, you see someone, you know, way down the road, just walking quietly towards you. Um, this is just, you know that it's coming, but you don't know, you know, really when or how we will meet your demise. So I'm assuming that concept continues where people are supposed to die and then have to find ways to cheat death, I assume. But I don't know. I haven't seen all the movies. I think there's five in the series at this point. Um, but... I wish there was more on the plane. I really like plane drama. It was just like kind of in the intro, but that's okay. Um, something that I thought was interesting and I think I knew as well is that Final Destination's death scenes are super Rube Goldberg-esque. You know, uh, Rube Goldberg being famous for kind of creating those uh, machines or things that 
it's kind of like, you know, there's a ball rolling and it hits something and knocks it over. And then that thing falls onto another shelf with launches something else, which touches something else and moves something else in motion and blah, 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 blah. Like this very long, complex, drawn up process just to get to a very simple thing at the end. Um, that is very much what these death sequences are like. Um, from start to finish, as these survivors, um, Todd, Hitchcock, yes, his name is Hitchcock, Miss Luton, and, uh, what's his name, Carter? Well, actually, Carter lives? No, he dies too, actually. He lives through most of the movie, but he dies at the end, yes. Um, all have, well, actually, Carter's death is maybe not that exciting in comparison, but yes, um, they're all very contrived deaths, uh, and in such a way that I wasn't expecting, because again, I, I really don't really, I just have fuzzy thoughts about Final Destination is some movie that's a series, and that's really all I know. So to see things play out, I was just like, oh my god, out loud, I was just, I just kept saying like, oh my god, over and over again, because it was so unexpected and so over the top. Like, it was just astonishing. I thought I, I felt like I was high. Like, it was so much going on. It was just, I can't even understand. And it's kind of funny in, in some instances because you see, like, maybe Death is planning one thing, but it doesn't work out. So Death, you know, changes tactics and does something a bit different. Um, you know, I think Todd, which is Alex's best friend, dies by stumbling into a tub and getting his neck caught, like, choked by this, like, shower string thing. I'm not sure what it actually is, because I don't have a shower head like that that you can, like, take off and do things with, but... Um, yeah, he, that was unfortunate. But in the beginning, you kind of see there's multiple ways that death is targeting him, potentially, like he might die via electrocution because there's water on the floor and he's touching, um, a radio and all that stuff. But no, it ends up, he ends up choking to death because he can't breathe from this thing wrapped around his neck. Um, things, and that just continues. And some of them, again, are not that exciting. Hitchcock is kind of not that exciting of a death. Um, which is basically everyone is there in the car together. They get stuck on the tracks. It's dramatic. And um, Carter can't get out of the car because he's meant to die. So the seatbelt is like locked shut and the door is locked and everything. Uh, but he gets out safely. So death skips over him and moves to this Hitchcock fellow. And this this death is by basically a little uh, piece of like a metal shrapnel or something from the car, I think. Like gets wound up by the train that's driving over it. And it just flies out and hits that man in his like jaw or a bit over his jaw and slices it off. So he's not fully beheaded really. He's got a neck and jaw, a bottom lower jaw. Just the rest of his head is cut clean off. And I was like, whoa. Normally, I would expect just a straight beheading. I think it's interesting that they kind of made it messier, um, more grotesque in a way. Um, but perhaps pro probably the most extravagant and extra death of them all is Miss Luton, the teacher. She is very upset because she was going to be on the plane, but she told the other teacher to go instead. So she's got survival guilt for sure. 
um, and she feels like responsible for the death of someone else. Um, so she's like getting ready to leave her house. She cannot stay in this small town anymore that she's lived in all her life. Woe is me and all that stuff. She's also afraid of Alex because, you know, everyone knows that he had this premonition beforehand. And so they're very frightened of him and either what powers he possesses or that they think he like bombed the plane or something. So even though no one can ever pin that on him, obviously not even the FBI who was involved because he didn't do anything. He just had a premonition. But Miss Luton, it's so long. I can't even remember everything that happens. She's making tea. Uh, so she has a hot pot thing on the stove. She throws the water off of her cup because the cup is like a high school mug and she's traumatized by that high school and the fact that so many of her students died on the plane. So she throws the hot water and tea out of the cup and then she decides, you know what, never mind, I need vodka or whatever. So she pulls out of the fridge with some ice, throws the ice and throws a drink in. And I assume because of the sudden shift in temperature from boiling hot water to ice, um, that the cup uh, cracks on the bottom, but she doesn't notice. So it's dripping, I guess, water and alcohol around. She gets that cup on top of her computer. Bad idea. Or I don't know if she puts it on top like like to rest or if she just holds it above it. But her CRT monitor gets liquid on it and uh, it like fries the board in there. I honestly don't know what a CRT looks like inside of it. Um, like a computer CRT. I do know what an arcade CRT looks like. And I feel like there's not a computer board on it. I, I'm probably wrong, or maybe it's different because the arcade CRT monitors are diff are very different. I'm not sure. But either way, somehow the liquid gets on the board and fries it. So the computer, the CRT monitor starts smoking at the top of it, and she's like, oh no. Um, and then, because it's an electric device, it explodes. The CRT screen explodes glass all over the place, including straight into her neck. But that is not enough for for fi a final destination. I, I want to say Fatal Attraction. Different movie. Um, that is not enough for final destination. This poor teacher is like assailed time and time again by more things than that. I can't remember other things that happen except for I, at some point a bunch of knives. Oh yeah, because she's like dying on the floor and but she's not dead. And she's trying to grab a towel or something from the counter. But that towel is like slightly tucked under her knife block. So the knives all slash and fall straight directly on her such that they pierce her body. Like right to the center of her body. It's like, oh my god. You knew this was going to happen. But I was kind of curious because I was wondering actually. Because I think there's like fires happening as well. Like things are exploding in her kitchen. And I was kind of wondering, okay, she's going to drop the towel, but the towel has alcohol on it. So she's going to like burst in the flames type of thing. But she didn't. Instead, it was knives. Um, and then Alex comes in and is stupid because he like pulls the knife out of her. So he's got his paw prints all over this knife. Oh, and his feet, his, you know, foot, um, his shoes are like making tracks in the blood. 
it's just like, oh my god, this is so stupid. And also at that point, at that point, why wouldn't they have like slapped cuffs on him, taken him away? Uh, because that is just too much at this point. Um, they are they do come after him, I think, after that point. Um but even then they're still like, hey, you know, we can figure this out. We can talk through talk about this instead of like just shooting him, which I feel like would probably be the more accurate thing that would happen. But maybe not. I don't know. Either way, um, it's just like that death specifically was just so over the top. It was unbelievable. Alex almost dies in a, you know, early in his like weird little cave. Is that I guess he got away from his parents and they're letting him live like a really paranoid guy because he's got like this perfectly, quote, safe cabin um i don't know i might be concerned if i was the parents of that child doing this but whatever um so yeah i think i was quite intrigued and enjoyed this film even though it's you know clearly not very serious not very deep in any capacity it's a pure popcorn flick but i found it fun and i am you know i'm like i want to see more of these movies I, you know, I'll see all of them, maybe. Um, is it true? Is it, is like my, are my wires being crossed? Or is there one that takes place on a roller coaster? Am I thinking of Dark Ride? I don't know. Um, but I love roller coasters too. And roller coaster drama and tragedy. So I want to see that too. But I, I don't know. Like, I'm assuming if the movies, the rest of the movies follow this sort of template then that would mean like maybe the dramatic, you know, inciting incident is only like 20 or 10 to 20 minutes long. And then the rest of the movie is just following these people in their regular day-to-day lives. I don't like that. I would love if it could all be contained in one like area, like a horror movie on a plane. Love it. Horror movie on a roller coaster. Love it. Though that might be hard to sustain, but you can definitely do it. Like, I mean, what was that movie about? There's like multiple movies about being stuck in an elevator. (laughs) But uh yeah that sort of thing so i don't know but i was quite enamored with final destination so i want to see more of it for sure so i'm probably at some point going to watch more of them and maybe if one of them or two still excite me i may do an episode on it but i'm not sure i can say what my next episode will be unless i end up not recording it which could happen but i did already watch the other movie which was I went ahead after watching Final Destination, instead of going ahead and watching another, like Final Destination 2, I went with The Strangers from 2008. Uh, because I've heard that is a, you know, a well-liked movie. Um, and I just never seen it. Again, that's a more modern thing. So I watched that, thought it was... Oh, well, I'll just leave what I thought about it for <laughs> the next episode, I guess. Yeah. So thank you very much for listening. And uh, I don't do this every time, but if you want to reach out, you can hit me up at Twitter at MarcusBoy, spelled M-A-R-C-U-S-B-O-I. So feel free to do that. Um, Don't spoil the final destinations for me, please, because I want to watch them. Um, But if you want to recommend some horror movies that you think I might be into, or, you know, because I, again, I have many that I have not seen before, then feel free to share, especially if they're more modern 
less likely I've seen them. If they're from the 2010s or 2020 and so on, almost like 90% chance I probably haven't seen them unless like it's something very, 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 very uh, extremely like notable in a way that I ended up watching it like Midsommar or what have you. But in general, there's a great deal of things I haven't seen. So I would really love that if you uh, want to get in touch and share some movies that I should watch. So thank you for listening. I'll be back in two weeks with another episode.